Good evening. Good evening. In just a few minutes, I want to share just a few thoughts out of the Word, and I think that's really important for us to do. And then we'll have a time of prayer. Amen. Let's uh, let's just open with prayer tonight. Lord, we thank you for being able to be here in this house. We ask, Lord, that you will just touch us. As, Lord, we seek you and seek your word and your way. Lord, we ask that you will just touch our hearts as we turn our hearts toward you. We love you. We appreciate you. We thank you so much. May this word find a lodging place in our hearts, and we know that it will not return void, but it will accomplish that which pleases you. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. I want to talk just a few minutes tonight about elevating Jesus in your conversation. Elevating Jesus in your conversation. Sometimes uh, if, we, if we think back about the times where we have talked about the Lord, uh, we might not have to think back very far. But think about the times that we've actually talked about the Lord to someone that we knew was an unbeliever or we weren't sure if they were a believer or not. It's easy to talk about the Lord to people we know are believers. But I believe we should elevate Jesus in our conversation, regardless of who we're talking to. And um, just to give you a little background, we're going to look at Acts chapter 4 in just a moment. But in Acts chapter 3, Peter and John had prayed for a man to walk. You guys probably remember the story. It said they they went to the temple at the time of prayer and they, they told the man, silver and gold have I none, such as I have, give you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he did. And he caused quite a stir. Um. And they were being questioned by the religious authorities of the day. And in Acts chapter 4, verse number 7, they were asked, By what power or what name did you do this? What an opening. They prayed and somebody's life was, somebody's life was changed. Acts 4, 7. They prayed and somebody's life was changed. You can pray and someone's life can be changed. And then you get the opening to tell about it. In chapter 4 verse 8 it says, Then Peter, and I underline this part, filled with the Holy Spirit, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them. See, he began to, he began to talk about Jesus. And who he was and who he is. Let me tell you about Jesus. Let me tell you who he was, who he's been to me, and who he is to me now. And how in uh, verse number 12, chapter 4, he made this declaration. He says, salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given mankind by which we must be saved that was really the point of his conversation 
When he elevated Jesus in his conversation, that meant he took the opportunity to share about what God had done, about what Jesus had done. And the purpose for him doing so was so that he could elevate Jesus to the point of making sure that someone knew he was the way of salvation and he was the only way to salvation. He was sending the word of God into the heart of of people who were listening. And in verse 13, it said, when they saw the courage of Peter and John, there's that word. That little word courage. How many have ever seen the Wizard of Oz? <laughs> the cowardly lion had no courage. And uh, he was trying to get courage. Sometimes courage can be really hard to find, but courage really is empowerment by the Holy Spirit. When you have the Holy Spirit inside you, the Holy Spirit gives you boldness to be able to share the witness of the cause of Christ. They saw the courage of Peter and John, and they realized that they were unschooled, ordinary men, which lets me believe, lets me understand that we don't have to be highly educated. We don't have to have all the right words. We don't have to know all the right things. And we don't have to have all the learning and the schooling. All, all it takes is for us to be willing and to be ordinary people. Because that's how Peter and John were. They were ordinary people. They were astonished. They were astonished. And they took note that these men had been with Jesus. People will take note when you've been with Jesus. Now I know they physically were with him. They were his disciples. They walked around the face of the earth. But he was no longer on the face of the earth. He had already gone to the heavenly place. He had ascended. They saw him go. And so now they had a spiritual relationship with him. But they had still been with Jesus. They were in the habit of prayer. They have Pentecost before this event. You can read about that in Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 1, they assembled themselves. Acts chapter 2, the, the, uh, the, the, the power came down. The Spirit came down and gave them power. So they had been with Jesus. Verse 18, they were told not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. Now we might get resistance when we share the gospel of Christ. The gospel of Jesus Christ. Somebody might say, don't you talk to me about that. I don't want to hear about that. This is, this is what he said. This is what he said in verse 19 and 20. He said, which is right in, in God's eyes to listen to you or to him. If I have a choice of who to listen to, if I'm going to listen to you or if I'm going to listen to him, I'm going to listen to him. You be the judges. As for us, we cannot help speaking about what we have seen and heard. It made such an impact on them, what Jesus had done in their lives and through them touching other people's lives. He said, we cannot be quiet. I remember when I was a little boy, there used to be a lady... Um, named Sister Barm, Sister Byram, 
B-Y-R-U-M, I think. People call him Sister, Sister Barm. Anyway, she was about this tall, and she wasn't slender. But she would get up and she would sing. The song I remember, probably I was three, four years old. It's bubbling, it's bubbling, it's bubbling in my soul. It's singing, it's shouting since Jesus made me whole. Some folks don't understand it, but I can't keep it quiet. It's bubbling, 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 it's bubbling day and night. I can tell some of you have heard that. It's an oldie but a goodie. It's been over 50 years since I've heard that song. I mean, heard her sing that song. But it's a powerful song. There's another song that I used to sing. My mom taught me when I was a kid. I used to sing it when I was about four or five years old. Oh, I've got something to talk about. It makes me sing and it makes me shout. He gives something that the world can't give and the world can't take it away. That's an oldie but a goodie as well. We've got something to tell if we just elevate Jesus in our conversation. Elevate Jesus in your conversation. Bring him up a little notch in your conversation. In the midst of the threats to them, and they prayed in verse, I think it's, uh, I think it's 28. And read my writing. It's 28. Enable your 29, excuse me. Enable your servants to speak your word. This is what they prayed. Enable your servants to speak your word with great boldness. They're praying for more boldness. Lord, I want you to give me more boldness to be able to speak your word. And then they prayed to the Lord in verse 30. Stretch. Stretch out your hand to heal and perform signs and wonders through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. And in verse 31, after they prayed, the place was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God boldly. Right where they were meeting. That's what they the place was shaken. Now, does it mean a literal earthquake? I don't know. I wasn't there. It could have been. But I know that they felt something. They knew that God had moved and answered their prayer. And they prayed, Lord, let me speak and proclaim boldly about Jesus. And then it said they were empowered to do so. And that's what they exactly went out and did. They elevated Jesus in their conversation. And I want to challenge you to do the same. Elevate Jesus in your conversation. He will give divine appointments. And especially if you talk about Jesus. He'll bring more people for you to talk about Jesus too. Because he is looking for a willing vessel. Some people may wonder. Well why does God use other people in certain ways. And some people in certain ways. And. Maybe I don't feel like he uses me at all. He looks for a willing vessel. And if we're willing and we're bold enough to take that first step, 
then he opens the door and says, here's your opportunity. Now, that it might not be an opportunity like he would give any of us. It may just be specific to you or specific to me. Each one of us is different. He may open up a conversation that you might have at the grocery store with somebody. It doesn't have to be like the sky opens up and a beam of light comes down and you hear the, oh, and the, there's somebody lit up over there. It's like, oh, yes, Lord, that's the person I'm supposed to talk to. It may not be just like that. But it will be something that you recognize and something that will turn around to a spiritual context. When you elevate Jesus in your conversation, lift him higher. He said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. And he will. He will.